Thanks for listening to the Money Time Freedom Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow on Instagram at Eric underscore Anthony Fit. And keep showing up so that you can live a better life. Hundred and one proven tips and strategies to go from zero to fifty K a month as an online fitness coach. Guys, this is how much you can make. Uh, here's your income earning potential that a PT could make. Our client Asia made twenty thousand dollars a month in their very first month. Jesus made ten K in his first month of starting his online business. Hunter made his whole entire months of income in one night. Andrew made ten K a month. Benjamin made ten K a month. Actually, Andrew made twelve K. Let's fix that. <laughs> Benjamin made ten K a month consistently. Auntie hit 17K, Justin hit 18K, Cade hit 20K, sorry, that's a quick update, and many, 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 many more. Patricia made 23.3K organically without paid ads, and we have many more clients doing that. So average client is at least doubling their total income from in-person training. However, there is no cap. Um, There's advanced coaches out there doing multiple seven figures per year. I, myself, Eric Anthony Klima, CEO of PT Legends, got my online fitness business to 50K per month. Now I do way more than that. And um, now I'm here to give you guys 101 proven tips and strategies to get you from zero to at least 50K a month that I've compiled into one video slash document. And we're going to do it day by day by day. So first of all, How do we get to our first 10K a month broken down into small increments in the easiest way possible? So you can get 10 clients at $1,000 each. That's what you call high ticket sales. So that simple shift of going from 50 to $100 uh, per client as an in-person trainer, most of the time the gym is taking like 50% of your check. So that brings it down to like 20, 25 bucks per client or whatever it is, even if you're charging 200 per client, still doesn't equate to $1,000 per client. That simple switch alone, alone, allows for you to make more money as an online fitness coach. Plus, you're spending less time on it, which means you can take on more clients. Option two, you got five clients at $2,000 per client. That's if you join the PT Legends and become like a Grant Cardone of sales because we will turn you into a savage salesperson without being sleazy, okay? Which means just two clients alone, you can make what you currently make as an in-person trainer. Most personal trainers make like three to $4,000 a month while working super, 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 super long hours and basically trading their time for money. So it's a no-brainer. For you to replace your current income, all you need is two clients and most of the fulfillment is automated. Fulfillment means serving your clients. We're gonna be talking about that later on in this video. So for you to replace, again, your current income as a personal trainer or most personal trainers, all you need is a couple clients. Now, first tip or second tip of the day is this is how we can close every single deal as a PT, right? So let's get into it. So confidence and conviction is the single most important part of sales. Meaning the way you communicate or transmute that confidence into the other person is what's gonna get them sold. Because 90% of the time when people don't purchase is not because of the money or whatever they say it is. Most buyers are liars. The true objection is actually they don't believe in your product, A, B, they don't think it's good enough, they don't value it, or C, they might not believe in themselves. And so the confidence and conviction is gonna transmute that energy, okay? So sales is a trans, is, is sales is a transfer of conviction. It's a transfer of belief from one human to another. If they don't believe in that conviction, if they don't feel certain that your product is going to help them get the transformation that they desire most, 
they are never going to purchase. And so you need to build that confidence and conviction. How do you build confidence and conviction? You do it by evidence. Evidence will give you the confidence and conviction required for you to actually be successful with sales. How do you get the evidence? You do it by A, working with people for free, or B, charge them a low rate and gradually increase your prices. Okay, so if you're not in a mentorship where they can transmute their confidence into you, and then from you into the prospect, then the best thing to do is do what I did. I started at $99 per customer, which is way too low. It was a big mistake that I was making. And once I transformed that human's life, that first client that I had, I was I had that conviction in what I'd done. That evidence made me feel and know confident in what I was selling actually worked. And many coaches, when they first start, don't actually believe in online coaching. So give it a shot. Like if you don't have a, a, a mentor, then go ahead and, and work with some people online for free and just see the transformation for yourself. That evidence will allow for you to know that this stuff actually works and allow for you to sell for more money because you're going to be like, wow, I just helped this person lose 20 pounds in three months. I think this is worth more than 99 bucks, obviously. Okay. Um, next thing is sell the transformation, not the product. Many new trainers, coaches, salespeople go on long tangents about the application access, the custom workout program, the custom nutrition app, the custom nutrition tailored for them, and that's all good and gravy. That's the mechanism that's going to allow for them to transform, but you're going on these long tangents just confusing them, and so you lose the sale. Instead, you want to sell the transformation, meaning sell the dream journey, right? So when you think about this, just think about taking a vacation, right? When you go and you purchase vacation from uh, Expedia or any other website, they're not telling you how you got to wait in the airport for three hours in a long line. They're not telling you about how you're going to be on a plane for six hours to go to Italy or however long it takes, like 12 hours, right? All they're selling is the dream destination. They're showing you pictures of lovely Miami, lovely Italy, sipping wine in the vineyards or sipping a cocktail on the beach in Miami. That's what they're selling, the outcome, the vision of how you're going to feel once you're there externally and internally. Okay, so that's selling the transformation. So for example, when you are on the phone with a prospect, instead of saying, yeah, I'm going to connect you to my application, which is going to give you custom workouts every single day, what I'm going to say is, imagine if you knew exactly what you could do every single time in the gym without the guesswork, and this allowed for you to lose that 20 pounds, get the six pack abs and feel better than ever during the summer. That's going to sell a lot more than being like, here's my custom application. Okay, moving on. The sale before the sale. What do I mean by the sale before the sale? That means having homework and groundbreaking content so that the prospect is sold before they even get on the phone with you. So what I like to do is send Loom videos like this to warm up the prospect before they actually purchase. And so they're sold before they even get on the phone with you. So the more someone consumes your content, the more they're gonna be sold on the phone. They say it takes seven to eight times for a consumer to actually look over your, your, your media before they actually purchase. Now, how accurate that is, I might be off by a point or two, but the point is that it is accurate that it takes consumers time to actually build and nurture to being a buyer. And so you want to have sales assets that basically either A, go over your product, show that you're, you're, you are who you are you are, who, <laughs> you are who you say you are, and that you could deliver that promise that you're promising them, showing social proof, explaining what you do, explaining your experience, so on and so forth. Those are called sales assets. So I call it homework. And then also with your social media, having content that gives so much value that they would actually pay for it. 
which means they're going to be sold before they're on their phone. They can only imagine what they get once they pay you. The next thing is create content and free training so good that they paid for it. Actually, I already went over that. My bad. So in addition to, to just tap into that a little bit, right? Not just the free content, but free assets like this, a free training to, set to send to people. So they're actually warming up to, to you, getting to know you, like you, and trust you, meaning they're being sold before they're ever on the phone with you, allowing for you to have less objections, people who are more convinced. And when you do bring that confidence conviction, they actually leave it. Now, what you want to do is send it as homework prior to the call. This will allow for the buyer to actually be nurtured, nurtured throughout the process. Again, basically what I went over this. And that's what I like to call back-end marketing, okay? This is what we call back-end marketing. And we will go deeper into back-end marketing in the rest of this video. Now, some ideas that you can do for back-end marketing is creating a, a, a slideshow, right? So you can use like a loom loom this is what i'm currently using is loom where there's a little bubble of me and then walking them through your offer but always showing but also showing social proof as you're going through that sales asset right or that through that um through that slideshow right so you're going to tell your story you're going to show client evidence you're going to show that you, who you are who you actually say you are or at the very least if you don't have any online clients showing evidence that you you've walked the walk yourself so hopefully this is making sense. And in the next portion or tomorrow, we will go over the next um, the next tips. Stay tuned. Next one, if you wanna work less on front-end acquisition, meaning less outbounds, less sales calls, less content, so on and so forth, then do this to increase your client's retention, the lifetime value of your customers. So increasing the lifetime value of your customers will not only increase your revenue, your monthly recurring revenue, but it lowers your cost per acquisition because it allows for you to have more social proof, more marketing material, and meaning you can spend less to acquire a customer. Or if you're not spending money to acquire customers, meaning paid ads, then you can spend less time on acquiring new customers because your content and your marketing will be so damn strong. And then it also increases the ROIs on your organic and paid advertisement because of the marketing material that you're bringing in and because customers are lasting longer, it means that let's just say, for example, that you spend $500 on paid ads to acquire a new customer and that customer is worth $3,000 if they just stay with you once. But if they, if they choose to continue in your program for another three months after that, they are now paying you an additional $3,000. So that customer's lifetime value now becomes worth $6,000. And that's what how we can get a real big return on our paid ads is by increasing the lifetime value of our customers, aka the retention of your PT uh, clients. So the first thing, the first way that we're going to help you do this is we can hire an assistant coach to hold your clients accountable. So this assistant coach, his one and only job would be to hold your clients accountable and serve them at a high level. And so he's kind of like a business within your business. And so you want to hire someone, in my opinion, who is really, really good, if not better than you. This is gonna allow for your clients to be happier, stick with you longer, and for you to focus on higher level activities inside of your business, okay? Next thing is create a community. Actually, let's tackle this again. So I think a lot of people are the bottleneck of their business, and the reason for that is because they can't let go of control. They feel as if nobody else in their business can do it as good as them. And so they get stuck in this rat race of doing all the work of their business and they're stuck in another nine to five. Yes, they're making more money, but they're not leveraged. And so hiring an assistant coach can outsource 
one level of your business so you can focus on the other levels like marketing and sales and growing the team and talent acquisition. So other than getting an assistant coach, a real badass coach, and accepting that there are people better than you, or at least as good as you, who can serve your clients, do your sales calls, do your messaging, so on and so forth, the next thing is create a community in WhatsApp, okay? And in this community, you wanna have a highly engaged group, meaning you want it to feel like a family. You want it, and ways that you can do that is giving away prizes, so you can like, you can do prizes like drink this gallon of water prize. Whoever drinks this and then shouts me out, so you're on your on your social media, gets like a hundred bucks, right? And so not only are you getting free marketing by giving away prizes, but you can also make challenges, but it also keeps your clients more consumed um, and wanting to be a part of your thing, of your community. It keeps them kind of like retained in, right? It makes them want to stick in there because it's fun it's challenging, but it's also keeping them consumed like a family. Next thing is making challenges, okay? So maybe setting up weekly challenges to complete X amount of workouts or to complete X amount of steps per day, so on and so forth. Making it fun, making it enjoyable, making it kind of competition-like. People like competitions, they like being comp competitive. And then you can give away a prize at the end of that challenge. And have them, the next thing you can do is have your people segmented into smaller groups within your group. So you have a larger group and then you have segmented smaller groups where they can all hold each other accountable. So let's say you have 50 clients, you could do 10 groups of five people and you put people who are kind of aligned together and you have the, your clients hold your clients accountable, right? They're all pushing each other, they're all tracking their, their, their macros together, they're all kind of like, hey, did you do your 10,000 uh, 10, steps today? One of those types of things. And as you grow, they'll start to feel like they can't live without the group. Like that support is the one and only reason why they lost that 30 pounds. Like they wanna be a part of that community, that exclusive community that's keeping them on track with their fitness goals. This is a great way that you can keep client retention and probably one of the number one ways to keep money in your business instead of going somewhere else, okay? As a result, you'll make more money while working less on front-end acquisition like I mentioned earlier, you'll increase the ROIs on your organic plus paid ad, paid ad strategies. You'll lower your cost per acquisition because your marketing material will be better. And remember, like we said in the tips before, the sale before the sale comes from your social proof, your marketing experience, uh, how good your marketing is, so on and so forth. Plus, you'll increase the lifetime value of your customers, increasing the monthly recurring revenue of your business. The next thing is you want a 10 out of 10 onboarding experience. Just because you got the sale does not mean the sale is over. Actually, most people make their decision that they're sold within the first, like, I think it's first 10 minutes of actually joining your program. And so if you have a great onboarding experience where the client is immediately having that dopamine spike within their brain and they're feeling good about the purchase, you're gonna have less people asking for their money back, so on and so forth. So that means, um, Immediately when they join, you're giving them access to your digital product, you're giving them a welcome email, so on and so forth. So if you're wondering what that looks like and you're a client watching, just think about your onboarding experience with us. It's exceptional, uh, I must say. So with the team, um, once you start building a team, what I would suggest is to have a 10 out of 10 transition from sales to fulfillment. So once your sales closer closes, to have that automated process to fulfillment, to have an easy, smooth, transition to fulfillment and have communication in between the teams and you can automate a lot of these things as you grow. Now for those of you who are under 10k 
please just ignore like some of these parts this is a little bit advanced but like i said we're talking about how to go from zero to ten and also ten to fifty k a month in these videos okay the next thing is tracking milestones right data is extremely valuable in your business so if you can track milestones and and let's just put plus client results you can market that material and say, hey, I have a proven track record. Most of our clients lose 20 pounds within the first two months of joining the program or whatever it is, right? And you can track these milestones in a spreadsheet. So every time your client gets a win, you can, boom, you can put it in a spreadsheet, so on and so forth. And you can use this as marketing material. You can use it on your sales calls, so on and so forth. And it also just shows that you have proven track record to the people who are purchasing from you. The next thing is tracking your time to value. Now, what is time to value? Time to value means from the point of when someone joins your program to when they get their first win. So that's their first piece of value. And so for me, when I was doing online fitness coaching, the average student lost anywhere between two to five pounds within the first seven days of joining the program. And that was my time to value. So between three and seven days for the average student. And I tracked that time to value so I can tell people on the phone, hey, our average student loses three to set three to five pounds within just the first seven days of joining the program. That's how quickly we move you inside here. And from there, we just keep on, you know, we keep keep on rocking and rolling. Okay. So you can all you can all use this as marketing material. You can use it to sell your product more. And you'll get you'll you'll be able to do less front end acquisition and increase your monthly recurring revenue by doing this. So use this as marketing material. Make sure you're tracking your stuff with spreadsheets and stuff like that. Um, again, if you are you know, working a nine to five, this is gonna be a little bit more advanced and harder to track, but the applications also do help you track this and you can always backtrack it, right? Because so, Trainerize, applications like Trainerize will have their login info when they track their weight and stuff. So you can always go back and check this uh, time to value and also tracking your milestones. Three things personal trainers should be doing to get more and acquire more clients. Number one is learn to sell using IG and Facebook stories. Um, one of the things that you do definitely want to capitalize on and utilize is voting polls and call to actions. Okay, let me just fix this real quick. Um, I'm human, I make mistakes too. So what I mean by that is with your stories is one of the number one ways to acquire clients. And so voting polls not only increases the reach of your stories, especially if you go and you hide the, the Instagram story stickers behind it, but it also allows for you to collect data from, uh, I'm sorry, well, it does allow for you to collect data, but it also allows for you to collect leads, inbound leads. So you can use call to actions on your story, but you can also use it for people to be more engaged on your story, which increases the reach, which means the more eyeballs, the more opportunities you're creating, right? Because if you have a lot of leads, it's really hard to go broke. Okay, so you need to learn how to use IG and Facebook stories. One of the things I like to do is start my day off with something kind of motivational or even something random. One thing that you guys can do is you can say, what do you prefer, cardio or strength training? And I'm not gonna go too deep down that rabbit hole, but you would start your story off with a good picture of you and then a poll vote where it says, what do you prefer, cardio or weights? And you'll be shocked at how many people vote on a simple, stupid, uh, voting poll like that, which is going to increase your reach. Now, with the rest of your stories throughout the day, mostly what you want to do is just document, right? Showing what works for your fitness journey. And then towards the end, you can say something like, by the way, guys, I'm looking for a few more people who want to learn how to transform their body using some of the same tips that I gave throughout the day and some of the same exact strategies that I've been doing 
to work towards getting on the bodybuilding stage. If that's you, message me hell yes right now and I'll send you the info, right? So that's what you call a call to action. You're calling your audience to take action, okay? Now, from there, you're going to get people that are jumping in your DMs, right? You're going to have people having conversations with you, which is a skill. And it takes time to learn this skill. So the next thing will be learn to sell in the DMs. Now, you don't only want to learn how to respond to inbound leads and um, kind of position that conversation going towards a potential sales call and a prospect potentially paying you, but you also want to learn how to do outbound prospecting. At the end of the day, there's only really four ways to acquire customers, right? You've got paid advertising, which is using money to make more money. So you spend a dollar and you get maybe $4 back if you're good at it, or even $10 if you're really good and use the sales assets above that we went through in, a, in an earlier tips. Number two is you got cold DMs, right? Which is messaging people who don't know you, don't like you, don't trust you. Now that's the least enjoyable one and is, is the biggest grind, which we try to avoid at all costs. The next one, which I would definitely suggest, is to do warm outbound messaging, right? So warm prospecting, which means messaging people that do know you, like you, and trust you. And then the next thing is content, right? So other than referrals, like people doing, getting clients for you, the only other thing that you have left is content. And that's gonna be your, your stories, your feed, doing live streams, doing lead magnets, so on and so forth. Either way, whichever one you choose, you have to learn how to sell in the DMs. And it's just a simple conversation carried to push someone to a phone call to make them a potential offer, okay? Now, if you don't know how to do this, then I would suggest to, uh, I would suggest to learn from somebody that that's done what you wanna do because it does take time to learn this and if you can have scripts and trainings and someone kind of walking you through it, telling you what to say to certain objections, it's gonna allow for you to skip through a lot of the guesswork that you'd have to learn on your own or potentially just quit because you're getting all these objections and you can't get people on the phone. At the end of the day, as an online personal trainer, or online coach or business owner, you have one job pretty much in terms of acquisition is to get people on the phone. Okay, so learn to sell in the DMs. And to go over a simple framework, all you have to do from at least inbound leads or outbound really is number one, build rapport. Step two, what I teach my students is to qualify, is to ask three to four qualification questions. That could be what's your goal, what's your struggle, what have you tried, have you ever worked with a trainer? Okay, from there, you're gonna offer a proposition. You're gonna ask them if they want help. If they accept that they want help, the next step is to offer a call. And it's that freaking simple. It's that simple to make 10 grand per month and even 50K per month as an online fitness coach. The next thing, the next uh, out of the three things that you wanna do is document what works for you and consistently do it every single day. So if you don't have a content calendar, if you don't know what to post, just document what works for you or what's worked for you in the past. Document your day, right? Instead of creating document like Gary V says, Right now, guys, I'm just freestyling. Like, yeah, I have had a framework to kind of follow here, but I'm really just going off the top of the mind. So I'm just documenting what's worked. I'm literally just going through things that have worked, shit that's worked for me in the past. And I consistently do it every mother trucking day. And finally, don't be a bitch and quit because you don't make $10,000 a month after posting one piece of content. So just think about it like this. If you wanna be a doctor, it takes eight years to get that doctor's degree, to become a master of being a doctor, and to finally get someone to accept you as a doctor. Potentially, in most cases, it takes 10 to 12 years. 
And so what in your right mind thinks makes you think that it's okay to just work for one month and make $10,000? And it's, but when, when, it, when they tell you, oh, to be a doctor, it takes eight to 10 years and people are willing to wait those eight to 10 years. Like, why is it okay to wait that eight to 10 years to make $10,000 per month, but it's not okay to wait a year or six months to start making $10,000 per month or even eight years. So if it takes eight years to master being a doctor, like why is it not okay for it to take eight years for you to master being an entrepreneur? Not that it takes that long to make 10 grand per month. Like I showed you guys in the previous tips, we've had clients hit it in the first month, their second month, their third month, their first year. Okay, some clients, some, some new entrepreneurs move really fast, rapidly. And some new entrepreneurs, you know, take six months to a year, or even two years. You gotta be willing to accept that, not be a little bitch and just commit to not quitting. If you commit to not quitting, there's absolutely no way you can fail. This stuff works, period. If not, I wouldn't be here. That's our evidence, okay? Thanks for listening to the Money Time Freedom Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow on Instagram at Eric underscore Anthony Fit and keep showing up so that you can live a better life.